Hello and welcome to Sisonke Voices of Reason. My name is Kwezi and I'm really excited to take you on this journey with me. Sisonke is a platform where we meet and discuss issues that affect us as the youth with the purpose of sharing our experiences, views and beliefs. Here we will continue to have these conversations and get different perspectives from each other. I truly hope that Sisonke will help us heal from our known and unknown traumas and that we can become a healthier generation mentally, emotionally, and financially. Because after all, Sisonke, we are in this together, and we're more than just a community. We are family. Love and light. Okay, guys. So I want us to first talk about last week's topic, which was marriage versus dating. Um, I want us to talk about what you guys felt or how you guys felt about the topic last week if you felt like the things that we heard were realistic if there's anything that stood out for you if you feel like there's things that we didn't talk about and you would like us to uh, carry on with the topic on another day I think we had two couples and they were talking about their journey in marriage and then we had a long list of questions and things that we were asking and answering, but I won't go through all of them. But um, they were both Christian couples. So the approach here to marriage was the Christian perspective of praying for your partner, uh, discussing my intentions of getting married. And what we asked them was, how do you know? when you want to marry someone. And what they said was that uh, you just have a feeling. And personally for me, I'm not satisfied with that answer because I don't know, I don't know, but what they said was intuition, intuition tells you which this is the right person and it's time for you to get married. And I don't know if personally, I don't know, maybe it's because I haven't felt the, that feeling, but when I asked them how you know that you have the feeling, they, they said you just know. Um, and then I know when I spoke to people after the session, um, quite a few people told me that it sounded like it wasn't realistic. They didn't give us the whole overview of how marriage is like. And it just sounded too, too good to be true. So I had a few requests. again from different aspects and also have other couples that are going to share their stories with us. So, yeah. I don't know if we have any more. Okay, Sisha, you here. Can you confirm the whole intuition thing for me, please? Because that was my, my issue. I unmuted before you called me because I wanted to comment on people saying, Guti, it's unrealistic. I wanted to know, Guti, what, is un- what are they saying is unrealistic? Like how marriage is or um, the process of getting married? The whole thing, Guti, you pray. And then you find someone and then you get married and then you live happily ever up and how amazing marriage is and it's there. Okay, so I think I think 
I think, um, I don't know why, but it's like society just makes marriage seem like it's such a horrible thing. And really when people say, because actually it's amazing, we always mm. want to say, uh, yeah, right. I know this because before I got married, especially married people with children I always yeah. thought they're faking it like how can you be happy if you have a child and you're married and um okay so I still don't have a child so hopefully it's still it, it is as lonely as people say it is but um I, I I chose to just change my perspective on it because I also always thought, Kuti, if you've been married for a long time, because that's what people say, Kuti, hey, I'm shutting gas agent. That's that's yeah. what they want us to go into it believing, Kuti, hey, gas is I'm shutting, hey, yeah. And I yeah. haven't been married long, so I can't give a really <coughs> broad perspective, I guess, or whatever. But yeah. I I don't want to also believe, Kuti, um, like or whatever like I think it's different for our generation like Zala people just got married because you need to get married and whatever maybe they did get married mm. because they love somebody but that was like um their main focus they had to have a home and whatever but now we were woke really like we mm. want to check is the what do our personalities are we compatible i don't think all of these things people had this checklist could see are we compatible do we um get along our personalities the same and whatever are we friends so now we have this and like if it's like that i think it's going to continue to be like that so i think yeah. our perspective um on marriage going into marriage we mustn't think we mustn't take other people I mean i always told myself i don't want to like advice is good ne? on marriage and whatever, but you mustn't make it, um, you mustn't take it in so much really you want to, you, you want your marriage to work out like that. I don't know if I'm making mm-hmm. sense. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. About the intuition thing. <laughs> I know it sounds funny and unrealistic, but guys, it's so true. It's so true. But I don't know. Maybe people have different experiences. But me and Nami, it was intuition. Like, I know initially, I was just like, hey, this guy, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to date this guy. I'm not, I don't want anything to do with this guy. And then when I started talking to him, I was like, if I date him, we're going to get married. They're like, there was no other way for it with me. I was like, if I actually, like, say yes I'm saying yes to marrying him so that was my thing and yeah it happened like that I don't know yeah so I think I believe it I believe in intuition but I think also the intuition is um the holy spirit if you are a Christian for me it was the holy spirit yeah and we also spoke about now that we are talking about this we also spoke about men being in this whole intuition thing i remember someone asked but when does it kick in because there's people that are in relationships for 10 years and then either they get married after 10 years or they break up and then they marry someone else within three months or six months so like when does the intuition or intuition when maybe the intuition 10 years didn't happen and it only happened three months because that's when it kicked in but there's a lot of questions, man, that that we had, and I feel like they were answered. But 
So I think we should have another session. What do you guys think? Yes, I I agree we should have another session because also another thing when I quizzy mean I think what I'm scared of now is that I mean I've been married before and this intuition they're talking about is something that I felt before and I don't want to lie now because I'm not married anymore and say no it wasn't it it I felt it and I later discovered that this is not actually as much as that intuition kicked in I did not want to be in the marriage anymore because of what transpired so now I wonder will I have the intuition again because <laughs> I don't know I don't know about this thing your intuition would see do you only have one chance or will it come back what happens I think it happens again I don't think you could get one chance that doesn't sound fair doesn't sound soulmate e1 so that's 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 what I'm asking myself because I will not say I did not have that thing I had it and we got married I think we, we dated for about um 10 11 months I I knew guys I knew it felt right even now we are not together but I was sure and that's why even now I don't regret the decision that I made because this intuition that you're talking about and I don't regret and I don't want to say it's difficult it's not possible to be happy because my marriage didn't work out but I mm. I get confused will this thing come back again will I get a second chance I, guess. <laughs> I, I think I think I think you'll get a second chance because that person might might have not been your soulmate. Maybe that's why it didn't work out because the universe was like, okay, we thought this was it, but it's not, this is not the one. So I don't think you only have one chance. I think you have, and I think until you find the one, the one, the one, maybe you thought it was the intuition, that feeling, that, that feeling that they're always talking about, but maybe it wasn't. And maybe that's why it didn't work out. So, um, but it's like falling in love. You fall in love, Ganning. Uh, but there's only one person that's the one. Do we believe in soulmates? Personally, I don't believe in soulmates. I think my soulmates, my soulmates are my friends, and I have more than one soulmate. Um, Tembelisha's hand is up. Hi, everyone. Um, Kwezi, going back to the question that you asked about how we felt about last week's session, for me, it wasn't so much of that I didn't believe what was being said or I felt like it was too good to be true. I just wanted different perspectives because at the end of the day, it became too one-sided where it, 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 it was like, that's just the only way. Gandhi, if we had a diverse amount of, of, of couples or people testifying and telling us their experiences, we would have walked away with the more holistic view about um, marriage. For example, Unumbuso has just given us the experience of, 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 of her marriage, uh, relating it to what Susie had said, but it's a different experience. And so to somebody like me, it gives me a different perspective again. So for me, the stories that were shared last week 
or were beautiful, that's their experiences. I just felt like if we were to have this again, to have a more diverse um, opinion around it, not opinion, but experience or, 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 or testimony around um, the whole marriage thing. Thank you. I agree. They were just too similar for me also because the one person would say this and then the other one would be like, yes, exactly. And then I'm like, okay, does anyone else have anything to say? And then the one would be like, no, they just covered everything that I was going to say. And it's like, ah, is that all? Um, so yeah, I think we'll, we'll organize a session where we have, and it, even if the, the, the couples have conversations with each other and we just sit there and listen and then ask questions, but have different perspectives, have people who have marriages that didn't work out, people who have been married for years, new couples, etc. So are we looking for horror stories? No, <laughs> we're not looking for horror stories. We're just, we're just looking for different perspectives. And like they said, today's topic is communication. And after a session yet, we are last week, I realized Guti, the moral of the story, I'm going to say last week, was that it, most most marriages or most most um what's the word most of the issues that you have in relationships as a whole can be solved by communication so most issues can be avoided basically you can avoid most problems by communicating so I thought this week we'd talk about communication and then I'm going to also bring in some of the topics that we've discussed before Nakona where we saw the answer is communication. Sitle said communication is listening comprehension and sharing uh, and Isiwa said it's the exchanging of information. Perfect. So what I wanted to start with is um, I want to go back to <clears throat> no, I was listening to I can't remember what I was listening to earlier, but they mentioned that um, one of the things that make e-communication successful is when you know yourself because when you know yourself and you know what you want, then you will be confident in expressing yourself and when you know what you want, then it's easy to communicate clearly because uh, you're not beating about or beating around the bush. You, whatever message that you're trying to portray, either clear, and the next person is able to understand what she's saying. Um, also, what is important when communicating is knowing what exactly it is that you want to say, because sometimes you have conversations with people and like it's like okay what are you saying to me are you telling me this because you want me to respond are you telling me this because you want me to is it like fyi you're just telling me because you want me to know are you asking me a question are you telling me so um it's also important from when as the person communicating the message to know what it is that you want to say and what you want to achieve because sometimes we communicate but what you're trying to say is not clear because now as a person, you don't know what it is that you're trying to say. 
also it's important to know why you're saying it because and says back to the why when you know why you're saying something then you also you think guti you think of how to 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 construct the message that you're giving um and then what i wanted to ask you guys is have you guys had any relationships in general not romantic relationships but any relationships friendships or work relationships that have been ruined by bad communication or poor communication yep okay do you know what the issue was i can guess but i think the issue was mostly on my part where i yeah i just my communication is not up to par i know that for effect so i think that was the main reason well when my friends tell me that was the main reason and my inability to have hard conversations i i run away from hard conversations I mean if i can see where something is headed i just want us to avoid it at all costs and then what that does it 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 it, it builds up and then there's tension and then uh, I'm thinking to myself, ah, let me just rather exit this thing and keep quiet and never talk again. And yeah, well, so I, I know for a fact that my communication is, 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 is not up to par. And I'd like to learn today from all of you on how to improve. Excited. But when you say your communication is not up to par, which parts? Because communication, like we said, is exchanging information. So is it the, the getting your message across? Is it being understood by the next person? Is it maintaining communication? Which parts is it? It can't be the whole thing. <laughs> I think it's all of the above. I think, okay, so I said, Wuti, um, getting my message across, I struggle with that. Um, mm. And having hard conversation, you know, mm. sometimes in relationships, in friendships, in any ship, they, even your family, they, there has to be a time where you, you, you have hard conversations with people. Because, you know, to move forward, you need that. But then I shy away from it. And that's part of communication. So that's why I always feel like it's not. And what that does is that, as I said, it builds up. And then when I'm sitting home, these people are, are taking advantage of me or this person is, is, is doing this wrong to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm the one who's not communicating that. I don't like this, 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 and that. So I think it goes back to knowing what you want to communicate. Mm. And knowing what you want in general. Okay, I hear you. Um, my next point is, how many times have you been frustrated at work because of poor communication? Or not necessarily work, but like how much, do you feel like the, most issues that you have on a daily basis come from not communicating or not communicating enough with the people around you. Because personally, I'm going to use myself as an example. I feel like usually when I'm annoyed, it's because there's no communication or there's not enough communication or there is communication, but the message is just not getting through. It's either I'm saying something and I feel like the next person is not understanding, but what I'm saying is so simple. It's not that complicated. I don't understand what it is 
that the next person is not understanding, but I don't know how else to make them understand because I feel like I'm explaining it the simplest way. So for me, communication, especially at work, is, is like an issue. I wish I had your communication skills, Ghetto. How does Ghetto have like proper communication skills? If yes, Ghetto, please can you give us a few tips before we end the session? So can I, I sometimes come across as insensitive or rude. I think I need to work on expressing myself. What, which parts are you working on? Are you, do you want to start adding filter? And if you add filter, with, will that make, are you adding filter because you're protecting the other person's feelings? And also when you're not adding filter, are you not adding filter because um, are you not adding filter because you you want to be honest or are you just a mean person generally? It's one thing saying something is another thing how you say it, Yabo. Mm. I think um, I'm, I don't shy away from what I want to say, but it's in the matter of how I say it sometimes. I, it does come across as insensitive and in a way okay I could it's not a wrong thing to say but how I said it or the environment I said it in was not too yeah I don't know but I think I mean I don't know if I make sense but yeah mm. I think it needs to go back to the why also what are your intentions are your intentions to hurt the person are your intentions to tell the truth because sometimes the truth is the truth but sometimes you can put it in a nice way so I think yeah I think you need to ask yourself because I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and she was talking about how she was fighting with her sister and then she said something about because you're being stupid and then the sister was like oh are you happy with yourself now because you put you brought me down and then she thought of how she just did that, but she she did, she said it, but she, her intentions were not to hurt the person. But you can't call someone stupid and think you're not trying to hurt them because, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, Alicia. I, yes, I also think that everybody, maybe I'm generalizing, but people love to be understood. So in your communication, when you understand that, I think it becomes easier for, 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 for people to get the message across. Because if you are now calling me stupid without maybe understanding where I'm coming from, then I feel like you are offending me or then I feel like it's not the right approach. But if I first understand you, listen to you, then I say what I want to say. And in saying what I want to say, I choose my words, not mince them, but choose them. Um, so that I don't appear insensitive, then the person is is, 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 is able to listen. I'll take an example um, with work. You know, you get so frustrated, so frustrated. With me, I get so frustrated, but I don't say, I don't say what's frustrating me. But then when somebody comes to me and wants to understand, because then now I start behaving in a certain way, or, you know, I'll start with the, oh, good morning, show, bye, and not be myself somebody will notice it they'll ask me what's the matter and I can I, I can talk because that person is now showing that 
they understand in inverted commas me and so now I am able to express myself and communicate with them Mm. so it's not a matter of being understood in terms of understanding the actual message but understanding me as a person I think it's both ways it's Mm. understanding the message you have to understand the message so that we move on and then you also have to understand the person but then with understanding the person it's not as realistic because um come on we encounter with so many people every single day especially with work if you have words to take time to understand every single person you would end up not working but it's just applying the sensitivity in your approach when communicating with people even even if you don't understand their their personalities or characteristics but just applying sensitivity and approach okay i like that um, what I also wanted to add was, but I think thinking of how you would want the whole thing of treating others as you would like them to treat you. So if you wouldn't like anything to be said to you, why would you feel like it's okay to say it to someone else? So it's being kind. Yeah, it's being kind. I like the sensitivity uh, thing. When we communicate, we must communicate with sensitivity Nombuso says she's also learned to express herself with kindness people listen and understand when you communicate with kindness thank you very much thank you very much thank you because wow when someone is like even when you're in an when you're arguing with someone and they just approach you with kindness it, it no longer becomes an argument it becomes a discussion because you're not fighting you 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 are there to understand the next person um then also another point I wanted to bring up is communication or communicating with yourself do we do we speak positively to ourselves or like what what are the types of things that we say to ourselves do you sometimes tell yourself you're so stupid you're such an idiot do you say oh my body is so disgusting do you say um you 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 are so evil you you don't deserve nice things because also that what what you do or what you say to yourself ends up projecting to other people which is why sometimes people just become mean because this person already feels like a mean person from the inside because they're not even nice to themselves so i think it also matters what you say to yourself um affirmations are a good example of saying positive things to yourself apparently the more you say affirmations the more you you end up believing them um Sisha's hand is up and then Tembilice I don't know if yours is still up or if you didn't lower but um if it is you can speak after Sisha Um, about communicating with yourself I was the other day I was um, I don't remember what I was doing but then I just thought I'm so disappointed in myself and saying that just helped me put into perspective because I was just feeling down and I didn't understand why I'm feeling down but I was disappointed by something that I had done but saying that helped me get over it it helped me understand um, what why I was feeling the way I was feeling and it gave me a way to move forward from it because like if I'm disappointed then I know that 
or how or what to do to encourage myself or to fix the mm-hmm. situation. But if I'm just feeling down and I don't know or I'm angry, then I don't know how to move forward. So I think it's very important to not only just talk to yourself, but also to put your feelings into perspective and to understand um yeah, how you're feeling. Yeah. Mm. So when you say it, then Iba out there and then you're like, oh, that's actually how I'm feeling. And then you're able to deal with it and you fix it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it's very important to know emotions because sometimes we just think, yeah, but now things like disappointed. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but like disappointed is very foreign. So maybe you're going to think, oh, I'm so angry because, you know, you're just disappointed, <laughs> you know? Mm. So yeah, learning about emotions and self-awareness basically okay thank you number so okay um so i wanted uh the i think it was you chris but your friend was telling you that bigger argue when i so mm. and my boyfriend was saying that sometimes when you are you are maybe you are having an argument with maybe your sister or someone that is close to you and that you love it is that you don't really mean so mm. when in order for you to avoid being hurt by things that your loved ones say to you you must give them a chance to correct themselves so maybe your, your sister will say you are so stupid so you just say to them did you just say i'm stupid so by mm. You repeating what they said to you will make them realize that okay, but maybe I went a little bit too far. That's not mm. what I I really meant. It, it was you were not supposed to receive the message like that. And that was something that was supposed mm. to pass. But because when I go and you to address it there and then give them a chance to correct it and say, then if that's what they say, they'll say, yes, I said you are stupid because you are stupid. And if that's not really what they meant, you are giving them a chance to correct that so that you can be okay. Yeah. And I like the, I like the fact that you address it there and then you don't hold it in and think, Vera, my sister is, is an evil, bitter person. When you address it there and then, I think that makes a difference because then you have less things to be mad about because you address it, you let the other person apologize if they're going to apologize and then you move on and there's peace. I like that. Is but that it's the just tip? That I think also, sorry, Chris, language, I think also language, Yashuka, because in Zulu, that's where they'll say, Aniswana. Like mm. <laughs> you know, a tap is gonna follow after that. Yeah, mm, mm, <laughs> I think also mm. the tone though is seventy sago to ask if did you really mean that? Like you, it goes back to the point I was saying that more communicator with kindness. That's when the, the the person that you are talking to will be able to understand. They are both good people who receive the message. So you also need to be careful of the tone that you use. Yeah, tone, body language. I can't remember what the other things are. Lisa, maybe you 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 remember all the communication cues. Tone, body language, um, 
gesture. Proximity, gesture. What else? I did this. I wrote this. Eye contact. <laughs> and really all these things, Yati, when you are taught these things as good you think I it doesn't matter. But it actually matters because looking at someone's body language is like, okay, you can tell when someone is upset by actually looking at the body language intentionally. So you can see whether this person mm. is upset or this person is hurt or uh, a facial expression. Yeah, okay, this person is confused or they, they just moved further. So, okay, are they moving because now as I understand, Danny, are they moving closer? Because, you know, so I think we need to look at those nonverbal cues. I'll send, the, I'll send them to everyone later. Um, Lise, you can speak. Okay, um, I'm just going back to what Unomuso just said. Um, hello? Yes, we can hear. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going back to what Unomuso said, which I, I've, I, I've, I've always heard, heard people saying, you know, Uguti, we, we, we tend to be more aggressive or more more insensitive to people who are close to us, which I always find to be the opposite of what we should be doing. So don't the people that love us and, 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 and are there for us and understand us and are in our circles, the ones that deserve us to, to love them back, they're the ones that deserve us to be more sensitive to them. They are the ones that deserve mm-hmm. us. To, they are the ones that actually deserve to experience our best selves, to experience our us as our best themselves instead of it being the other way around i say this because i think especially in family a lot of a, a lot of people use that statement to to emotionally abuse um and and, and verbally abuse family members because but then when you see them talking to their boss or you see them not even boss see them talking to a security guard um in their complex they're the sweetest thing so it it it, it always kind of sits uh, weirdly with me and I think it would help a lot of relationships where I don't wait until I get home to then lash at my husband and, and tell him this this and this just because I'm angry the whole day I was I was saying all kind regards and being friendly with, with people he's actually the person that deserves to see me in my best state but I know what we humans and they, we have emotions and we do we you know we, we, we do have instances where you just want to if the world like it's okay sure but then we we need to always try to 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 then show our kindest selves and our most loving selves to the to the people that are that are around us not just with the actions of giving them money with affection but also with our words yeah, well, I, I think I think that's important and I think it would grow and it would it would build a lot of relationships a lot of relationships get mm. okay, so I see yeah, Oh, sorry, mm. not done. Carry on. Yeah, because I think sometimes we use, not use, but we 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 allow ourselves to always want to project our our angry selves, our disappointed selves, our our I'm not coping in life selves to 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 the people that we love, and then project something else to people that don't even know us. Whereas the people that we love actually also deserve to see that side of us. Hmm. I think because you know 
that the person loves you, you know, you don't have to nanga their feelings. Barely they'll be there, especially family. Family is always going to be family. So I don't have to be nice to you for you to stay in my life. As Like I can be mean, I can be nice, I can be whatever. At the end of the day, you are my family. And then I also wanted to add onto the, the addressing things immediately. I read somewhere where they say sometimes to, to protect relationships, sometimes it's easier to sleep on something because depending on what you're upset about, sometimes you might just be too angry to address certain things. So you wouldn't want to say things you don't mean. So I think it's important to, to measure or to, like, if you know yourself and you know, okay, right now I'm really, 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 really pissed. If I say something, I'm going to hurt this person's feelings. Then rather not wait until you calm down and then address the situation. Um, and I know the Bible says you shouldn't sleep. Literally, don't let the sun go down while you're angry or something like that. But uh, apparently sometimes it's important to sleep on something because you might just wake up feeling different or you might have a different perspective in the morning when you wake up because you come. Getzo, I see your hand. Um, I want sorry, to say... Oh, sorry, guys. When Kwezi... So I remember one time we had a session where they said, I don't remember who it was, the advice was maybe wait 24 hours and yeah. then if you still feel the same way i address it mm. yes i can't remember who that was. Yeah. I, had, I remember with my colleague one person had meeting in and uh, things got very ugly i felt like nothing i'm jealous but that time i was angry i was angry i was like no I'm going to wait. And singing a lot, I was like, ah, yes, yes, in the morning, first thing I had to address, I was like, Nyege. 24 hours with Pelile, and I still feel the same way. She needs to know. But mm. I think because even now, she was calmer. So this thing won't mm. sleep over it. It really works. Yeah. So I think we should just be, um, you should just be able to measure. If it's something you want to address now, like the other day, I was angry at Lise for not talking, to not answering my phone call. And then in the morning, she phoned me to talk about something else. And then I was like, okay, I'm not angry. Then I was like, okay, wait, so please, can you hold on? I just need to address something because I'm really not happy. And then as soon as I expressed, she was like, okay, let's talk about it. I was like, no, I'm fine. I just wanted you to know that I was not happy with one, two, and three. And that was it. As much as I didn't tell her the night before that I was upset, I realized in the morning when I was talking to her, I would say, no, man, I'm still not happy. And it didn't have to take 24 hours for me to realize I was still upset. But the fact that I addressed the issue there and then, I was fine. We didn't even need, I didn't even need an apology. I was just expressing myself so I could get it off my chest. Um, Geto, Aski, sister, you can go right ahead. <laughs> Okay, I wanted to say with um the issue of also I think Unisha mentioned it self awareness. It's very important when communicating because as in as in the it's um they were said in a in a, in a bad space in in a, in, a, in, a, in a wrong time and yeah both they they came out wrongly but they actually when you sit down and think about it it's actually not that bad. 
but just because you reacted like at that moment which was not supposed to be like that so I'll, I'll just make an example at work because uh, you mentioned work okay your company is recorded anyway but it worked something happened and then I mean I have I have an issue with saying if I said it once okay the second time maybe I can repeat it but the third time is serious so something happened and then one of the men of the managers came okay I was having a conversation with my colleague about Lentele that project we're working on so the manager what one she doesn't know what we're talking about two she's frustrated of whatever that is katazai she comes banging at the door yes she comes banging we are and in my mind i was like i was i was so pissed i was like yo what are you shouting you're causing a scene you're emotional you're you everything and then your your language is off so because i know myself i was like you know what if I, I am to respond to this length and length, it might escalate and it might lead to something that is not. So it, it's not even, I was not, I didn't even pay attention to what she was saying now. I paid attention to how I, I was interpreting it and what it was doing to me. And I was like, as it seen, the best thing for me to do, and I don't like I just left the room and everybody was like, how? Like, I just left the room. I excused myself. I didn't say anything because I looked at her and I was like, hey, bo. I couldn't believe what she was really saying that in that tone. I was like, you know what? This is not my place. This is not my scene. So sometimes it's like, I, I, I don't know who was it, but she mentioned self-awareness. Which it's, I feel like it's very important when con- communicating with with other people because yeah, it helps a lot of how you interpret it into how you take, how you understand the monument and how you express yourself. Because if you have triggers like me, and then yeah, it mm. get messy really quickly and terrible. Yeah, and it reminds me of the whole how per- how a person treats you has nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with them. So when you know that like whenever you encounter with human beings like when someone says something mean or when someone just lashes at you you won't take it personally because it's not about you it's about how they are feeling and it's their own problem it's their responsibility you will not absorb their emotions you will not uh, and now make their problems yours because at the end of the day it, it has everything to do with how they are feeling and who they are and sometimes people just say mean things because they are just mean or they are angry and they want to spread their anger and their negativity. So whenever you know, Muti, when someone says something, when someone treats you in a certain way, it has nothing to do with you, but everything to do with them. I think that also helps. I saw another hand, but I think it's down now. So I'll carry on. Um I said clear communication brings a sense of peace. And I think it brings a sense of peace to both parties because the one person feels like, okay, the message is clear and I understand it. The next person uh, 
is in at peace because they feel like they are understood. And I think one of the most important things in life, like Lise said, is being understood because ish, there's I, personally I like not being understood or having to repeat the same thing over and over because I feel like you're not getting me is 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 a big deal. And when I feel like someone doesn't understand me, I need to I I need when I communicate, I need to understand. I need to ask if you understand. And if you don't understand, I need to try and make you understand because it's important for me to be understood. So I think clear communication brings a sense of peace because you you both understand each other. And I also think it leads to healthy relationships because you end up understanding the person as a whole. Um, then I said, we should be able to listen to understand and not to respond. And I think we've been saying this most weeks when we talk about communicating, whatever it is, we always mention that when you listen, you need to listen to understand and not listen to respond because usually most times we do that. You listen and then you're quick to respond and then you realize that, Ish, okay, that's actually not what you were saying. I remember last week I was having a conversation with someone and they were trying to tell me something. And I was like, no, no. And they're like, no, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. They're like, no, but that's not what I'm saying. I think it took us 10 minutes. 10 minutes later, I was like, oh, that's what you were saying. <laughs> that's what you meant. So I think it's important to listen to understand. Uh, it also helps to avoid frustration um, from the person that feels like you're not getting it. Uh, Ketso says clear communication makes life so much easier and happier. So much, so, so much. Um, we should use communication intentionally to get the message across, but not to hurt someone else's feelings. We've already mentioned or discussed that. And then you need to be willing to understand what the other person is saying. I think that links with listening to understand and not to respond. Um, often we have arguments because we don't try to hear what the next person is saying, but we want them to hear us instead. So um, I think usually that's where arguments stem from because I want you to hear me. You need to hear what my point is, but you also need me to hear what your point is. But when the one person is like, okay, let me try and understand what this person is trying to say. And then you understand what the other person is saying. And then you respond to what they are saying. Then guys, I think life will be such a peaceful place in South Africa. Very, very peaceful in all relationships, all aspects of life. Um, then I also mentioned the part, Lise already mentioned that this it's um, important to be able to have difficult conversations. And I was listening to a podcast this morning. They were talking about five difficult conversations that you need to have um, in a relationship. I think they mentioned, do you want to have kids? Do you want to get married? You know, those, those, those questions that you feel like, Ish, I don't want to ask because if I ask, what if this person doesn't want to have kids? If the person doesn't want to have kids and you want to have kids, if you don't ask and if you don't know, then you might find out 10 years later and 10 years later might be too late because when for 10 years you've been waiting to, to, to have kids with this person and it's not happening or you've been waiting to get married but it's not happening 
and you could have solved this issue 10 years before if you had the difficult conversation. So we need to learn to be able to have difficult conversation. I also have this issue. I struggle to have difficult conversations. I, I literally choke because I'm like, yo. But I also feel like sometimes it's easier to have difficult conversations on text because on text, I'm very confident. But I'm learning to, to verbalize because text, text sometimes can, can also cause misunderstandings. Ketso says those are the first questions she asks. And the thing is, most people don't ask those questions and that's the problem. So we need to have difficult conversations. It doesn't have to be marriage or kids, but even in friendships. Sometimes, I think I, I, I'm a very random person. Sometimes I ask my friends the most random questions and it's like, yo, okay, deep. But I think it's important to have difficult conversations. Um, okay, then I said, communication can solve most of the problems you have. I've already said this. And then I, I, I put in an example of, sometimes you communicate because you want to express yourself and I've said this already. But like, for instance, when you're at a restaurant and you, you, get, you get service that you don't appreciate and you don't say anything, you might not say anything until you leave and you might just only complain when you leave because either you want to express yourself because it's just annoying or you want the manager to do something about it and to fix it. But I think... Usually, personally, when I complain, it's because I want the next person to be aware that I'm not happy. It's up to them if they want to fix it or if they don't fix it. But I just need you to be aware. And I think one issue that I have with companies where I try to complain, like Botelcom, Nabo Vodacom, for instance, is where you phone because you want someone to hear you out. But this person is just not hearing you out. And it's like, but guys, if I don't complain here, where am I going to go to? Who's going to hear me out? All I want is to phone and say, my data disappeared and I don't know where it went to. I obviously know that you are not going to give me the data back, but I just need you guys to know that my data has disappeared. And I think usually um, there's a lot of companies that fail. A customer service, Jay, as a whole, ear failure because people don't get that. Sometimes people just phone because they want to be heard. And then a person will just, as long as you assure me that, okay, ma'am, it's fine. We'll look into it. It's fine. I will probably move on with my life. I won't think about it. Or maybe I might think about it. But the very fact that you assured me that you are going to look into it is comforting enough. Um, you can hear the tone via text. Oh, that was old. But also there's a tone of there's a tone that you get sometimes where you can tell Gutierrez, but this person is not even interested in helping me out. This person is just there because they need the job. They need to pay the bills at the end of the month and they are just not interested, which is also not nice. Um, okay. Then I'm now going to talk about the topics that we have discussed previously and then summarize how, what we've said previously about communication. Um, number one is love languages. 
we mentioned that it's important to <clears throat> to know your own love languages and to know the love languages of the people in your life because then you know how to communicate love to them uh, in a way that they want to interpret love you won't you won't give me gifts if you know well you'll give me gifts but if you know my 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 love language is quality time then you will rather spend time with me because you know that's how I interpret love and also it's important to communicate your love languages so your loved ones will also know how you interpret love because we we won't guess we can't guess we might be able to guess because you can see with you okay if I do this and this this person is happy but it's important to communicate this. Uh, then um, we also spoke about triggers. Communicating your triggers to your loved ones could help them avoid doing or saying anything that could be a trigger to you, depending on what the trigger is and how deep it is and how comfortable you are with sharing. If I know that saying one, two, and three will piss Ghetto off, then I'm not going to say one, two, and three because I know that Ghetto is going to be pissed. But if I don't know, then I won't be able to, I won't know. So it's important to also communicate the things that you don't like because sometimes people assume that we know. Uh, and I've heard this from a lot of males that I've spoken to who have told me more than once, women like to think that men should know things. Men will automatically smell how we feel or what we like. So it's important to communicate when you don't like something or when you're not happy with something because leaving things for assumption doesn't help because especially when you're dealing with the other gender, they're probably not going to be able to guess. Um, grief and mourning. When you get to a point in the healing process and when you feel like you're ready, talking about your feelings could help you with healing. And if you communicate your feelings and if you talk about your healing process, then you can also be able to heal or help someone else who might be going through something with their healing process as well. Uh, misconceptions we spoke about misconceptions and we spoke about perceptions communicating your thoughts views and beliefs with others opens up a channel of exchanging ideas um, it can also clarify confusion or misconceptions and then it eliminates anyone making assumptions because we always have we, we learned at that session that we have a lot of misconceptions but I think we cleared up a few because we were able to discuss it. So I think communicating your perceptions with other people helps with opening up the channels because then when you start hearing what other people's thoughts and ideas are, um, sometimes your perception or your perspective might change. Sometimes it might stay the same, but then you get to see things from another person's perspective, which uh, I think helps because it helps with dealing with other people. Um, self-love we spoke about self-love and one part of self-love that we discussed was setting boundaries uh, setting boundaries is a form of self-love communicating your boundaries draws the line on what you're not willing to do and I know a few of, a few of us have said that <clears throat> we were learning uh, to draw boundaries 
So I think one of these days we need to go back to the topics that we've discussed and just talk about how our lives have improved since we spoke about it because I know we've been working on, especially the setting boundaries ones. I know a, a few of us had to learn to set boundaries. So when you communicate your boundaries, then we it's like the triggers. If I know that this is where you draw the line, then I'm not, well, depends on who the person is. But we usually we try to respect each other's boundaries. If I know Guti, you don't take calls after eight, then I'm not going to phone you. But if you don't say also, it's not leaving things to assumption. Then we spoke about expectations and handling disappointment. And then we said it's important to communicate what you expect from the next person because also um, we can't assume that people know what you expect. Uh, we can't assume that because that's usually how things are supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. If you expect someone to do certain things in a friendship, if you expect a certain level of support, um, it's important to communicate your expectations because sometimes, most times, we really won't know. Um, I think, yeah, guys, I think that's it. And then I wrote down a few tips. I don't want to call them tips, but I don't know what you guys want to call it. But um, how to communicate well. Number one is be sincere. Being sincere in listening to the person that's communicating and actually wanting to hear what the person is trying to say and understand, like I've already said. And being sincere when you are sharing the information, which is what Dumbuso said. When you are kind, when communicating, then it's easy because the next person wants to hear what you want to say. Another point that I think is important is that it's very important to be short and brief and get to the point because sometimes um, we take forever to get to the point and sometimes you explain and you explain and you explain and it's like what exactly are you trying to tell me so it's important to to get straight to the point um and then another point that I have is vocab. Yo, the vocab one I heard today. But sometimes it, it might be difficult to explain what you want to say because unelek of a vocab. And because vele, you don't know how to explain what you want to say. It's like, okay, I want to tell you this, but I can't, I can't say it because my vocab is lacking. So it's important to improve on our vocabulary. Whether, whether it's English, whether it's Afrikaans, but if you don't know how to, to say things, then the next person won't get it barely. So that's also going to cause a communication barrier. Um, body language we've already spoken about. And then there is also learning how to pick up emotional signals. When you can see, I think my emotional signals body language because um, when you're having a specific conversation with someone, especially the, the difficult ones, when you can see, okay, this person is getting upset or this person is getting angry, 
then you adjust the message or you adjust you adjust the conversation based on how the next person is feeling because if you can see that a person is getting agitated you don't want to make them even more agitated because when a person is angry they don't hear what you're saying all all they seeing is steam and they're seeing fire so it's important to to adjust a conversation based on the person's emotions and if you don't know how to read body language then you won't be able to see the next person's emotions because you can't see if they're angry sad or sometimes it's not not seeing but it's not caring because when you just want to get the message across thank you for joining us today i hope you enjoyed the topic on the next episode we will be discussing black text and how it affects us